Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Zach Beach. He's an expert at buying and selling real estate on terms. Uh, He is a coach at smartrealestatecoach.com and the co-author of a new book called The New Rules of Real Estate Investing. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, Zach. Hey, thanks. I appreciate your time, and uh, thanks for having me on. I'm I'm excited to bring your audience some value here. Excellent. So you've had an interesting road uh, to where you are today. So just briefly kind of tell us uh, how you got there and, and what kind of success you've had in real estate. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I'll just fast forward right to right to college. As soon as I got out of college, I, I wasn't really exactly sure what I wanted to do. Uh, so I, I went to uh, <laughs> went to become a bartender and personal trainer for a period of time because uh, I knew I didn't want to get in the corporate world, but I, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, as I as I kind of progressed through that, about four years, so I was about twenty five years old. Uh, I started burning the can on both ends. I mean, I was serving drinks late at night, and I was. Uh, you know, I was I was in personal training people bright and early in the morning, so things get a little hectic uh, and a little tiring. So uh, I went to my father-in-law Chris, who um, was in real estate, and I ended up joining uh, up with him and my and my brother-in-law, and here we are today, uh, three years into the business, and done well over you know 100 deals now, thanks to my uh, my amazing team, uh, and now you know we we coach and mentor people around the country on, on how to buy and sell property just like we do, which we call on terms. Is it uh, residential only or you do commercial properties as well? Uh, both, but our primary focus about 99% of the deals we do are going to be residential. Uh, we do some multifamilies uh, just by purely coming across them. It's not like we really target them, but we'll do multifamilies, uh, usually 10 units and below. And do you do these around the country or mostly near where you are? Yeah, so we have our own personal buy and sell entity where uh, we buy and sell in southern New England, but we lock arms with what we call associates and we buy property around the country. We're in about 60 different markets now. So for somebody who wants to get into real estate as a way to make a living, uh, they don't necessarily have to buy real estate only in their own area. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you can certainly what we call like working remote if you wanted to uh, buy and sell property in in a different area. Um, you could certainly do that as long as you have a couple pieces in place. Um, but I recommend, I mean, if, might as well work in your own neighborhood, um, as you know, there, there's plenty of great deals around people, whether you're in a hot or cold market. So what is your sense of, of the real estate market recently? Interest rates have come down lately. The economy is doing relatively well. Uh, is, is, I guess you can't say real estate's one thing cause it's depending very much on the market, but is your sense that the real estate market is, is, Stable and getting better, or or not? Well, <laughs> I mean, if I if I definitely could predict the market, I definitely would be on a beach someplace. But um, what what I've gotten a sense from 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 the people that I've been speaking with is is two different factors here. I mean, one is everybody thinks that you know we're about to go into at least a slight dip as things have been accelerating pretty heavily over the last you know say last eight years. Uh, in my opinion, I think we're just probably going to go to a slowdown period, meaning actually things are going to level out. I mean, it it seems like we've been over the last, say, 20 or 30 years, we've either been going in like a straight up or a straight down. Um, 
And so I, I'd like to see things uh, level out, and I, I think that I think that's the case. But I guess we'll soon we'll soon find out as we are getting to our close to our seven year cycle here. A lot of things you talk about in your book, the new rules of real estate investing, are about the psychology of what you need to make a success of it, uh, the habits you need, the kind of attitude. Just talk a little bit about that. For somebody who's thinking of getting into real estate full-time the way you are, what are some of the attitudes and habits that people need to become successful? Yeah, I think it's just like any business and, and any entrepreneur. Uh, yeah, we dive into a lot because in our book, we're, we're interviewing not only ourselves, but we also have it's uh, 20 other uh, people that are very successful in in the industry. And I think what you have to really do is put your entrepreneur hat on because a lot of people that we end up teaching or, or people that end up coming into the industry are coming from a, a totally different walk of life, which is they're either in the corporate world um, or they're or they or they have like a you know just a regular job, and and you're really going to put your entrepreneur hat on here because you end up becoming your own boss. So your mindset really has to determine how how successful you're going to be. So you just have to know that you're going to really going to be putting on. Uh, you're going to have to do a ton of work as being a real estate entrepreneur, um, and it's uh, it's really going to be majority of what you're going to do is filling your funnel. Um, which in real estate is probably going to come down to the number of people you talk to, um, your scripts, and then converting those scripts into good leads, and then those good leads into good taking deals. So what do you, I mean, there's lots of people out there that are doing real estate seminars in various ways and saying how you can make money in real estate. It's been for a long time, the no money down crowd and all that. So what is the unique about the strategy that you use compared to a lot of the other real estate projects that people hear about these days? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't want to necessarily say it's unique as we've been, we teach buying on selling on terms. What we've really done is we've actually created a system and processes around doing deals on what we call terms, which are lease options, owner financing and subject to deals. And we can dive into those certainly if you, if you'd like to, but what we, what we've really crafted up is a support system and the actual necessary steps in paperwork and documents in order to actually become successful on those deals. Uh, it's unfortunate out there that there's just a lot of people selling products and, and selling incomplete products, which is which is the most unfortunate. So you're spending thousands upon thousands of dollars to realize that you just now need to buy another thousands of thousands worth of products just to fill those holes. Um, we're firm believers in actually getting people to do deals um, in the community that we've created. It's 100% supports that. So um, that that would be the major difference of us is we're a family run business so we actually want to see people succeed so you have what's called a quantum leap system or qls describe exactly what is in the qls yeah qls is an a to z on exactly how we buy and sell about uh four to ten properties uh, around the country each and every month uh, and that'll start with uh your absolute basics of uh how to find deals how to talk to the the, the sellers when you, once you have uh, once you have the leads that come in, to how to structure the deals, to using the paperwork, and then once you have a property under contract with a seller, now it's how do I go find buyers? How do I vet those buyers? How do I set up um, a great deal structure uh, on the buyer side in order to create those three paydays? Um, and then how to create you know wealth as you go down the line, and how to actually do it right uh, and legally. So full A to Z. And then there's, there's documentation. There are, 
the contracts and all those kind of things, people don't have to create because you've created for them. Is that right? Yeah, that's 100 percent. We've we've spent tens of thousands of dollars uh, with attorneys to make sure those contracts are, are, you know, as tight as possible. And the, the amazing thing, and I would say one other thing that separates us is we're actually still doing deals day in and day out, both locally and nationally. Uh, so our contracts, as we, you know, go through a hiccup, uh, as we, you know, navigate this market, as we learn new lessons, those contracts get updated and they and they get placed into the, the, the quantum leap system, uh, along with everything else and every other module that's in there is we're constantly cycling through that and we have it all online so that way we can constantly update it because we're still buying and selling, we're still in the trenches, so things do change as, as times change. So uh, we want to always keep that on the cusp. Now, you say you're doing things on terms. Maybe describe what you mean by uh, doing deals you know, with terms. Yeah, so um, it really boils, well, we have about four strategies that we use. Um, but really what it comes down to is when we're, when we're buying and selling on terms, it's really more or less a contract. You're, you're negotiating terms with, uh, with the seller. Um, so the different strategies that we have are um, lease options or, or what we call a lease purchase. Uh, we have owner financing, meaning that the seller is going to hold the note. Um, and then we have what we call subject to deals, which we're buying the property subject to the existing loan. So there's still debt on the property and you're just taking title on the house. And then our last one is what we call like an assign out, which is simply uh, the easiest way to put it is like wholesaling a lease option deal. All right. And we will get into all those in more, more detail as well. Yes. So uh, the first step in, before you actually do this is, be set up uh, as a, an LLC. Is that correct? You want to create a business structure that can handle all this? Is that w w the first thing that people should do? Well, I think number one, when you first enter any industry, it's um, you know find a niche that you really want to get involved with. Let's say you love this niche, and then find a mentor, somebody that's doing it ahead of time, um, and that way you can follow them. And then, yes, I, of course, I want you to once you start working your systems, get an LLC sign, uh, created because I'd never want you to sign personally. Um, you always want to sign with the LLC. So you have a chapter of the book on the LLC. What is the advantage of having an LLC and doing real estate deals? Well, there's obviously tax benefits associated with it, but, uh, as far as your LLC, I, I just never want you to personally guarantee anything. Uh, even if you're buying owner financing, you're buying a lease option. Instead, I want you to sign it with your LLC because uh, that's definitely that that's going to take away the liability. Um, it's unfortunate, but if you read the book and, and if you've read our other book, Real Estate on Your Terms, we've created the business this way because my father-in-law, Chris, got hit hard in 08 and he personally guaranteed everything. Uh, so that's the last thing we want to do. That's why we teach you how to buy and sell property without using your own credit, without using your own cash, and without signing personally, and without even begging investors for money because we always want you to be secure no matter what the market does. So if something goes wrong, you're not personally guaranteed, but the LLC in effect is signed for it. What happens to the liability if something goes wrong and, and it's being held inside the LLC? Well, it's going to depend on the option that we have, but let's say it's a, a lease purchase agreement. We actually have inside of our contracts, uh, we have assignment clauses, so, which will certainly protect you because uh, the worst case scenario is you can assign the deal back to the seller. Um, but let's say if you're doing owner financing, then really the LLC would be affected, not you personally. Uh, that certainly allows us to, to sleep better at night. Uh-huh. Very good. Okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, the website that people can find out more about you 
is smartrealestatecoach.com. And the new book we talked about, The New Rules of Real Estate Investing, you do forward slash new rules, and they can get the book that way as well. We'll be back after this with Zach Beach. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune into Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. Attention heroes, current and former firefighters, law enforcement, military, medical, or educational professionals. Heroes can receive rewards averaging over $2,500 when they buy, sell, or refinance a home. Heroes come first. Along with the Homes for Heroes is the nation's largest hero reward program. Their mission is to provide extraordinary savings to heroes who provide extraordinary services to our nation and its communities every day. Learn how you can purchase a home for no down payment, no closing costs, and get money back at closing. Find out how you can own for less than you may pay for rent. Get your hero rewards at heroescomefirst.com. That's heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S, comefirst.com, 888-437-6114. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Zach Beach. He is a coach at smartrealestatecoach.com. He's also one of the co-authors of a new book they just came out with called The New Rules of Real Estate Investing, which you can get at smartrealestatecoach.com slash new rules. Welcome back to the show, Zach. Thanks. I'm happy to be back. Let's do it. So let's go into the four strategies in some detail here. The first one is lease purchase. So explain how that works and maybe just give us a recent example on how you did a lease purchase deal. Yeah, let's let's hit this. So a lease purchase uh, simply means that you, and let's say if you're the investor, you and the seller are going to agree upon a price today. You will then take over 100% responsibility of the property. So let's assume this property has a mortgage on it. So you're going to take over the mortgage payment, the taxes, the insurance, any and all future repairs, any and all responsibilities. You will then agree upon an end date. On and before that end date, you will pay off that remaining balance of the mortgage plus the equity that you locked in with them at the beginning of the at the beginning of the period. Um, title does not transfer. Title and uh, mortgage, everything stays in the seller's name. So uh, if you kind of look at it, it's two different pieces. It's really like a net lease 
with the uh, definitive date or the option period uh, for the purchase on before that date. So the person is staying in the home and paying you rent? Is that the way it works? Yeah, so what you'll do once you have that tied up with the seller, you're then going to sell the property. Uh, we typically sell it on a rent-to-own. So we're working with buyers who need time in order to become mortgage-ready. Uh, so someone who's self-employed and needs time for seasoning or somebody had a legitimate hiccup in their credit. Um, and what we'll do with them is we are going to uh, collect a, a non-refundable deposit from the, from the buyer. We're going to usually collect a nice rent. And then we're going to, um, and then we'll, we're going to actually be benefiting from the principal pay down on the property. And then we'll structure a deal with them. Uh, so on a before and end date with them as well, they're going to uh, buy the property from us and go get their own loan. So the seller is going to move out of the house and the buyer, the, the, the leaser is going to move in uh, and, and the rent payments that they're making are going towards the purchase price. Is that the way it works? Nope. So, but yeah, uh, let's hit the first part. So yes, uh, all of this is a, a, a way of purchasing the property. So uh, I'm always under the assumption that the, the seller is going to be moving. So the seller is moving out. We're going to take over control of the property without ownership, but we have hundred percent control of it. That allows us to then sublease the property on an option to buy to a buyer. And then the buyer will be moving into the property. Um, and then the buyer will be giving us a rent payment. Um, with a locked-in price, which they can buy the property on or before an end date. Um, they also will be making, there's two different pieces here that they get to, that they'll be kind of associated with the buyer. There'll be a non-refundable deposit that counts directly towards the purchase price. And then there's rent payment, which is going to be just their monthly payment towards us. And that rent has to be more than the cost of the mortgage and the insurance and the taxes and the upkeep. Is that right? It's got to be positive cash flow for you? Ideally, yes. Uh, there's, there's always moving parts associated with deals uh, where on average, our, what we call, that's what we call our payday two. Uh, when you read into our books, uh, payday two, which is the spread that you're collecting between um, collecting from the buyer um, from the expenses that you have to pay out. So that's your net spread. And that's on average about $300. So before you do this project, uh, are you going to have lined up the buyer that who wants to rent to own, uh, or do you just assume you're going to get one and do the project, uh, do the deal with the seller before you've lined up the buyer? Yeah, typically we'll put a property under contract first. Um, you know, now that we've been in the business uh, a long time, uh, we do have a larger list of buyers. So um, typically like one out of four deals, we'll just go and we'll sell it right to our, our uh, list of people who have already kind of gone through our process. Um, but no, we, we typically would tie up the property, uh, especially if you're going to be a first time like investor or you're just getting started in the business, you can just tie up the property with the seller, make it contingent upon finding a third party. Uh, and then once you have a third party, that, that tenant buyer, then you would uh, take over responsibility of the property. So there's no financing involved? I mean, the, the amount of money you need to buy out the seller, uh, it's not coming from the rent-to-own people. Where is that money coming from? Yep, so what... So what's happening is you're actually working with the buyer who's eventually going to get their own mortgage. So the end result is yes, that tenant buyer is going to be working through our process, needs our rent to own program. That way they have the ability to improve their credit or work with a bank or a lender 
uh, to get their seasoning down, and then they're going to go get their own loan in the future. So there will be financing done. You as the investor don't have to worry about the financing. The financing is going to be um, taking place with the rent-to-own buyer because they're the ones that eventually are going to become that homeowner. So you're really just bridging that gap. But, but if they're not ready to do a mortgage at first, as you say, they need seasoning over time, uh, they've got to get financing to finance the deal until they're ready to take out their mortgage. When they take out their mortgage and buy the home, that's kind of the, the end of the process. Is that right? That is correct. In the meantime... There's no financing. In the meantime, they're just paying us rent payments, which were continuous. So once we collect the rent payments from those tenant buyers, we're going to be paying the mortgage and, uh, and everything on the property. In the meantime, the tenant buyer is working towards getting a mortgage. So everything is still being held by the seller until that tenant buyer can go get financing in the future. So the seller is getting money. Uh, he, he's... Uh, I mean, the house has been taken off his hands, in effect. He doesn't have to pay the mortgage or expenses. But when is he going to get paid for the house? Yep, great question. So at the beginning, that's why we call it like a sandwich lease option. So we're sitting in the middle. So we have an agreement with a seller. Let's just do an example here. So let's say that we agree upon, uh, uh, let's say we agree upon a, uh, property for 250000 with the seller. We're then going to take over their mortgage, maintenance, taxes, insurance, say their PITI yep. uh, is roughly, let's just make something simple, $1,000 a month. Okay. Uh, so we're going to take over that $1,000 a month, and let's say we agree upon with that seller for 36 months. So on and before that end date, we're going to have to cash out the seller. Okay. So in the meantime, yep. he's, he's, he's uh, not getting anything. Nope. In the meantime, he is not getting anything. He has a date in the future on which he is going to be receiving his equity. I see. In the meantime, he's just breaking even. It's nothing more than a delayed cash sale uh, to him. Um, and, then, and then what we'll do is we'll then sell it to somebody, let's say, for $275,000. And we'll sell it to him on like $1,300 a month. In so you're meantime, making a spread on the thousand to the you're making the three hundred on or the thirteen hundred over the thousand, and then you you've marked up the property from two fifty to two seventy five. Yeah, exactly. You make your money in the long run. Yeah, so is is the kind of seller who's willing to do that? I guess you would call a desperate seller. They want to get out of the house. They can't afford the the mortgage payment and taxes anymore. I uh, typically no, but we have worked with people and, and purchased uh, properties. Uh, from somebody who's you know just wants debt relief, which that could certainly be the case. But typically, we're working more with sellers who are looking to get more for their house. Because let's say that person that I bought for two hundred fifty thousand was only gonna get maybe two hundred fifty thousand dollars minus the realtor costs, and we were able to you know save him maybe ten thousand dollars on that. So they're looking to get more for the property and more net profit, but they have the ability to wait for their equity. I see. Okay. So, okay. So that's the first one is lease purchase. The second one is owner financing. So explain briefly how that works. Yeah. So owner financing simply means that you're going to close on the property um, with the seller. You're going to then take title and then the seller is going to now, they're going to act as the bank. They're going to hold the first position on the property and we're going to be making principal only payments actually to the seller each and every month. Um, so we're able to, uh, so a seller in this position, uh, is definitely looking to maximize the return, right? Because they're willing to hold a note 
Um, and uh, they obviously have not pulled out their equity yet from the property because it's been free and clear. Um, so we're able to help them get the most for the property. We'll structure a deal uh, with them, certain amount of time frame. Typically, it's like 48 to 10 years, uh, 48 months to 10 years before they receive their bloom payment. But we'll be closing on the property, making principal-only payments for a period of time. We hold title, and then we'll cash them out on a balloon payment. So uh, are you... They're, they're remaining in the, no, they're, they're getting out of the property. Is that right? That's correct. Yep. So easiest so way to think about is. In, are, are the new people coming in potentially want to buy it or rent to own as well? Yeah. So our exit strategy typically doesn't change. Uh, we're always going to be selling our properties through our rent to own program. Our, our primary focus is that, uh, is that buyer. It's, it's roughly about, you know, 80 to 70% of uh, market nationally that cannot walk into a bank and get a loan. They need time. Uh, so that is our primary end buyer, uh, but we do buy properties on a couple of different strategies, which included uh, a lease option and owner financing. Okay, so you're okay. So the person takes back a mortgage; they're getting principal-only payments, um, and then uh, the rent that the uh, rent-to-own uh, purchaser is coming. The people going to be renting that house is going to be more then uh, you're paying them on principal. Is that, that's a spread that you're earning? Is that correct? That, yep. It's still the same thing as the lease option since the first one we went over. So we're still going to be creating it to take over a spread. The difference yep. here now is we're holding title. So we're the, we're the owners. So yes. really now the seller is just acting as the bank. They're just going to be receiving payments every single month. We're holding title. There's obviously some major benefits to that. So it's depreciation, tax benefits associated with that. Uh, taxes are in our name. So of course we're paying those insurance is in our name. So of course we're paying those. Um, and then uh, as you can imagine, these types of deals are extremely lucrative, um, as the principal that, that are coming off of the deal, these deals uh, are significant, which, you know, leverages you against the market and, or creates some really large backend profits when you, when the end buyer gets to the finish line. So, you know, when you're doing the original deal, how much you're going to make because you've locked in what you're going to pay the seller and what the buyer's going to pay once they're ready to buy. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. We have a very good idea as long as there's no default, right? Uh, cause we are end buyers. Uh, there, there still may be default. We are still dealing with people. Um, uh, I would say we're able to cash out roughly 75% of the original buyer that goes in the house. Um, and that's why we have multiple other ways that we can handle it if there were a default, but, yeah, so we'll know right at the beginning how much we're going to roughly net on the house. Um, and then the seller, I mean, the buyer themselves also will be locking in their purchase price today as well because um, we certainly want to give them the advantage as if the market continues to grow that they're going to be walking into equity as well. So they're locking in a price that they know in advance sh should be lower than the true market value a few years later. Is that what you're saying? That is, yep, that's exactly what I'm saying. Uh-huh, very good. All right, very good. We're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Zach Beach. He is a coach at smartrealestatecoach.com. Uh, uh, he's also a uh, co-author of a new book called The New Rules of Real Estate Investing. Uh, you can find out about that at their website, smartrealestatecoach.com forward slash new rules. We'll be back after this.
stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Zach Beach. He's an expert at buying and selling on terms in real estate. Uh, he is a coach at smartrealestatecoach.com and the co-author of a new book called The New Rules of real estate investing. You can find out about that at smartrealestatecoach.com forward slash new rules. Welcome back to the show, Zach. Thanks for having me back. So we've talked about lease purchase. We've talked about owner financing. Your third strategy is what you call subject to deals. So explain how that works and maybe go through an example as well. Yeah, absolutely. So when we talk about subject to deals, it means that you are going to uh, close on a property. So you you and the seller are going to agree upon a price. And when you're buying it subject to, then typically you're agreeing upon exactly the exact balance uh, of what they owe. Uh, a seller that, that would be selling on a subject to deal typically is somebody who's selling the property uh, definitely for roughly about what it owes. And typically the market has told them that it's only really worth today uh, what they owe. Uh, but we're willing to buy it subject to the existing loan, uh, so the exact mortgage balance, because in over the next uh, period of time, and usually these are longer-term deals, um, the hope is, or, or the game plan is, the principal on the house will pay down the, on the mortgage, and the market will appreciate. And that way you can create a nice spread and say in the next two, three, five, ten years, uh, depending on how you're going to cash flow it, uh, eventually, you'll create a nice spread, and you'll be able to uh, sell the property in the long run. Um, so the simple process is you and the seller agree upon that price. You'll close on it. You'll take title. But the mortgage itself will still stay in the seller's name. Um, 
and that that mortgage will stay in that seller's name until in the future, which you either pay off the mortgage or you sell the property. And again, you're going to bring in a rent-to-own person to uh, occupy the home and, and pay rent on it? That is correct. Yep. We'll still do that because at this stage in time, our rent-to-own buyers, as we were speaking offline, our, our rent-to-own buyers are willing to pay a premium on the house. Uh, that's why that's our primary exit strategy. Are willing to pay a premium on the house because they're able to lock in their price today and they're getting the ability to buy a home uh, without having to get financing today. Uh, so even if we're selling, uh, buying the property roughly what it owes today, we could sell it because we're giving them, say, 24, 36, 48 months down the road in order to close on it. Uh, we're able to sell it as a premium as the, the market will appreciate and the principal will come down on it. So um, that would be our primary exit strategy there. And the reason the seller <clears throat> is willing to pay it for the amount owed on the mortgage is they want to get out from under that mortgage, basically, and they don't see much appreciation potential. Is that right? Yeah, typically, this is somebody that needs mortgage relief, um, as we alluded earlier in the show. Uh, this would be primarily somebody that's more of in a desperate position. Yeah. Um, somebody that uh, you know, wants mortgage relief. Uh, or maybe even isn't some sort of arrears, uh, which we need to catch them up on, um, and just really doesn't want to have to deal with the property anymore. Um, we bought one more recently. Uh, this happens to be someone that's not in a terrible position, but uh, just the market isn't responding where they are, and they're actually in the military, and we bought a property over here in Connecticut, and he lives like all the way out in Indiana now. So he just didn't want to have to worry about the title, didn't want to have to worry about taking care of the property anymore, uh, but was okay because he wasn't going to get another mortgage anytime soon to just leave the mortgage in his name. So that's why we took it subject to the existing loan. Uh-huh, okay. And then your fourth strategy is what you call a sign out or wholesaling. Explain how that works. Yeah, I just want to describe it as like a wholesaling, a lease option. Um, really, in a sign out simply means that you and the seller are going to agree upon a price very similar to uh, the first option, which was the lease purchase. You and the seller are going to agree upon a price. Uh, what you'll then do is have an agreement signed up because you're uh, typically you wouldn't be a realtor, or at least we don't hold our realtor license, so we can't market the property without having equitable interest in the home. So what we'll do is we'll agree upon a price. Uh, we'll then take it to our rent-to-own market. And once we have a buyer in hand, um, we'll then um, bring them through our normal buyer process, which is a vetting process. Uh, and then we will present this buyer's package to the seller. And if the seller agrees, uh, we will then simply have them sign with our attorney. And then we'll assign that buyer to the seller. We'll collect the non-refundable deposit. The seller will also take a piece of that. And now the seller has now stepped into our position, and they're the ones that are going to be benefiting from the principal pay down and the spread every single month. And so you're making a spread because the service you're providing is bringing the buyer that the seller couldn't find on their own. Is that right? That's correct. Yep. So we would just be presenting them uh, or assigning them a buyer. And then in that, we're only getting paid once. We're not getting paid on all three paydays. We're only getting paid on uh, on the first non-refundable deposit, which is, again, above and beyond uh, what we agreed upon the seller with. Yeah. So when you have a situation, how can you tell which of the four strategies is the best one to proceed with? Yeah. Um, so anytime I'm, I'm talking about owner financing, uh, I'm typically talking about a property that's free and clear. There's no debt on the house. Uh, so 
that tends to be the option that I'll gravitate to if there's no debt on the house. Um, if there is debt on the property um, and the market is telling me that it's only worth what they're, what the debt is on the house and simple subject to there, um, our, our main strategy, I would say, is a lease purchase because uh, most houses, I think it's about two-thirds of houses, have uh, debt on the property. Um, and it's a very simple transaction uh, if you're leaving the title in the seller's name. So a lease purchase makes a heck of a lot of sense on a majority of the time. Um, but what it's really going to come down to is asking the right questions to the seller and finding out what their true motivation is, uh, and how we can actually be a solution to them. Uh, if we, by having, you know, multiple conversations and walking them through an education process, then they'll pretty much tell us which option fits best for them. Mm -hmm. So as far as, uh, finding these sellers, uh, are these people with uh, the properties listed in multiple listing, or these are properties that are not listed? H how do you drum up the sellers in the first place, get the listings? Yeah, um, yeah. so we buy properties. Uh, so what we do is we'll be buying them directly from the homeowner. Um, so we'll find these uh, in a couple different sources, which is for sale by owner homes, so no one that's listed, uh, properties that have been on the market and have expired or they have been withdrawn or canceled. Uh, so they've kind of been through the traditional market and now got spit out the other side. Uh, or for rent by owners are fantastic as well. Um, so somebody that, again, is was interested in renting their house. Uh, so a lease purchase agreement uh, or selling their property on terms actually makes a heck of a lot of sense, especially in some of these options where they're going to be benefiting from a monthly spread, which they were expecting to when they when they rented the property, but instead they have a buyer in the house and not a renter, so you're not dealing with your typical tenant issues. Um, but those would be primarily, but yeah, uh, say 99% of the time we're not we're not working with realtors. Uh huh. Okay. So uh, some people do like mass postcards or placards on telephone poles or all kinds of internet marketing. Do that do that kind of thing as well to to get your sellers. Sure. There's, there's multiple other sources in order to do that. We, what we call yellow letters. So we can, we'll do mailings, um, to very specific, um, demographics or very specific properties. Um, but our, our primarily our source and how we teach people, this is how we keep such a low overhead is, is, uh, just picking up the phone, uh, and or working with virtual assistants to vet the people first and then send them over to us. And then we'll talk to them and work them through our process. Mm -hmm. And then on the buyer side, now you say you've got a database of people interested. Um, most people would not have that. If they join your uh, quantum leap system, do they get access to that pool of buyers? Uh, they wouldn't get access to that pool of buyers, but we could teach them how to grow it. Um, and it's it does uh, when you're when you're typically deal with uh, real estate investing, people always think that's a large concern about finding buyers, and I think it just comes from. Um, what is being taught nationally with like wholesaling, which is you got to build your buyers list first. You got to build your buyers list first, and then you go get properties. Instead, what what we've come to figure out is once you have some properties under contract, uh, the buyers are going to show up. Um, like I said, it's it's a significantly bigger pool of buyers that need help in order to get financing than it is people that can walk into a bank today and get a loan. So finding the buyers is is never the issue. Uh, and if you market it a very specific way and use certain language, uh, people know that our properties are for sale through a rent-to-own program, and then we work them through a qualification process, uh, an education process, and then um, 
then they'll wean themselves out. But as you acquire properties, you just have them enter onto your list and just let them know once we get a property in your area that you'll be the first one to be notified. Um, doesn't take long uh, to build a, a significant uh, list of buyers. And then when you have a property, do you put it out to several people and they're competing against each other uh, for that deal? Yeah, so no, we'll blast it out to our list and then we'll also market it um, on those typical channels. So you'll see our properties on Zillow, uh, on Trulia, on all those major channels. Um, and then we typically will have multiple people competing uh, for the property, yes. Uh, and we work them through a process uh, which will tell us how much non-refundable deposit they have now. It'll tell us their debt to income ratios, their credit scores. Uh, we use a third party to to do that as well. We've been doing it for 20 plus years. So they focus on that financing part and then they give us all the information and based upon their entire picture is who will accept because uh, we really want to set these buyers up to succeed uh, because in the long run, if the buyer succeeds, then we succeed and then the seller succeeds and everybody wins. Yeah, but so that's why you do all that financial vetting. Exactly. Um, it, on the on the if you're an investor doing these deals, uh, you don't have to put your own money at, at risk that much. So what, what are the financial qualifications to, to do this as the investor? Um, there's really no financial qualifications at all. That's why we teach you how to buy and sell property without using your own cash credit. Um, what you're going to want to do, though, is you're going to want to do an education, right? You're going to want to yeah. know because uh, there are, as you can see, there's, there's moving parts here. Um, yeah. It's not easy. It's simple. Um, and we have that A to Z process in order for you to do so. But um, really what you want to do is put yourself through an education process and follow the correct people, the right mentors, the right coaches, in order to make sure that you structure these deals correctly. That way you're setting yourselves up to succeed. That way you're setting your buyers up to succeed. And that way you're creating a nice profitable business. Because if you do line all those up, uh, you're going to be able to create some massive, uh, some massive income. And it, to some extent, it's passive income, right? I mean, you set the deal up, but the rents come in or the payments come in. Once you've set it up, as long as there's no default, it's it's somewhat passive income. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because you're passing over any and all responsibilities to your buyers because they're buyers. They're not tenants. They're what we call tenant buyers or somebody that is in the property. They just don't have their own, their own loan yet. So yeah, absolutely. It can be passive. Very good. All right, we're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of the Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Zach Beach. He's an expert on buying and selling real estate on terms. Uh, he is a coach at uh, smartrealestatecoach.com. Uh, you can get a copy of his new book, New Rules of Real Estate Investing, at smartrealestatecoach.com forward slash new rules. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth and Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. 
If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth in Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth in Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthinequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Zach Beach. He's an expert at buying and selling real estate on terms. Uh, He works at smartrealestatecoach.com. And the new book they just came out with is The New Rules of Real Estate Investing. And you can get that at smartrealestatecoach.com forward slash new rules. Welcome back to the show, Zach. I'm I'm ready to go. So you've talked about the three payday strategy. Just briefly describe what the three paydays are because they come in different places depending on which the strategy is. But tell us what the three paydays are. Yeah, that's this is. I mean, if you're a real estate investor, I would assume this is um, one of uh, the reasons why you'd be attracted to doing terms, other than the lower list risk of uh, liability as you not you know putting down your own cash, credit, or asking investors for money. Um, so our pay number ones. Um, so when you're, we'll just use a a simple uh, lease purchase deal. So we're assuming that there is a mortgage on the property. Um, so what you've done now as, as a, as a sandwich lease or a lease purchase, you've locked in a price with a seller. You've then sold the property at a higher price to a tenant buyer. Um, so your payday number one would be the non-refundable deposit that you collect from your tenant buyer. So that's your pay number one. So they're going to come into the house. They're going to put down a non-refundable deposit before they move in. Uh, typically, that's somewhere between, say, 5 and 6% on average up front. And then what we'll do over the period of time is we will uh, structure more uh, non-refundable deposit payments throughout their lease term. That way, we can help them get up uh, to 10% or higher. That way, when they go get their own loan, they've already put down 10% on the property. Um, not only more likely for them to qualify more quickly, but also they're more likely to get a better rate get into better programs, have a much easier transition into becoming a homeowner. Uh, so your first would be a non-refundable deposit. Um, payday number two, as we kind of alluded to throughout the last couple segments, and that is the spread that you collect each and every month. So just let's say that you, you're paying a mortgage or principal interest taxes and insurance to a seller uh, or to their lender each and every month for $1,000, and you're able to get $1,300 on the open market for your monthly payment. Uh, so you're collecting a $300 spread each month. And that will be as long as the tenant buyers in the property. Typically, uh, we're talking about somewhere between 24 and 36 months. On average, it'll take our buyers to get qualified. Payday number three would be um, the difference in premium that you haven't collected already. So if you bought a property for 200000 you sold it for two fifty. You you only collected twenty five thousand dollars up front. That means that twenty five thousand dollars is for yours, the taking on the back end as well. 
So that's the additional premium. Uh, also, super important right here. This is how you're going to create uh, wealth in this business. So you're also going to be benefiting from the principal pay down on this house that you're going to be making payments on. So let's just say that um, let's just say that you tie, you bought a property for two hundred thousand, and there was a uh, one hundred and fifty thousand dollar mortgage balance on the property. Yep. What you're really doing is you are locking in uh, that fifty thousand uh, dollars. What you really do is you're locking in that fifty thousand dollars to be paid out on or before that end date that you agreed with with the seller. So the exact mortgage balance plus fifty thousand. So obviously, over a period of time, let's say over thirty six months, that principal on that house has gone down. Uh, even let's say it's gone down five hundred dollars a month. I mean that that's significant over a long period of time. So that principal pay down is now your benefit. Uh, so when you go cash out the seller in the future, you're paying the exact mortgage balance plus that fifty thousand. Um, so your payday number threes are the difference in principal because you're getting that benefit plus the um, additional premium that you still have left over. On average, and and this isn't for everybody, uh, as your results may vary. I'm not going to say you go do a deal today and this is what you're going to get. Uh, on average, we do it's roughly about seventy-two to seventy-five thousand dollars all three paydays on each and every one of these houses over a longer period of time. I mean, some things could take five years or ten years to pay off. Yeah, and the five to ten years payoffs are definitely going to be significantly higher in these and um, these all three paydays. Uh, anytime that we're doing like owner financing, and it could be uh, let's say anything over like uh, one ninety-nine. Uh, and you're doing owner financing, uh, over 48 months, typically it's going to start reaching the six-figure range as far as your, your total profits. Yeah, but you have to be able to wait that long. So you're, you're creating a cash flow that's coming in over time, then you get occasional big paydays, basically. Well, because you're, so now you're, you're able to set up your business in such a way where you're going to start, you're collecting money now, you're collecting money monthly, monthly and then you're collecting money in the future. Yeah. So if you structure it correctly... As these start adding up uh, over, say, like we actually have what we call a three-year million-dollar plan, which shows you how many deals you need to do in order to reach a million dollars in total profits. And what you're really doing is you're structuring some some nice cash flow now, monthly, nice passive. And then in the future, you're getting these large payouts. Uh, so eventually, you can actually get off the treadmill um, and be able to just kind of sit back and let some of these properties cash out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the things you talk about a lot in the book is creating a team. This is not something that you can just do all as a single individual. Who do you need to be part of your team to make this successful? Yep. So uh, just it's going to depend upon uh, how serious you're, you're taking this. And if this is like something that you're going to go absolutely full time. I know I, I deal with a lot of type A people and they want to do five, 10 deals a month. Uh, then there's others who just want to build this nice cash flow stream or or have a, uh, a nice retirement fund uh, there on the side uh, and want to do like one deal a month or one every other month. So uh, the way I would start by structuring my team is you have you as the individual. And then uh, as you start to grow, I would start, you just have a, a part-time assistant and then eventually uh, increase that uh, and also have what we call a virtual assistant. So somebody who calls on these properties that are advertising themselves for sale and gives you the leads. And then you then become the second follow-up and you're only dealing with a more qualified lead. 
Uh, so that's the way I'd always start my business. You'd have an assistant, virtual assistant. And then as you continue to scale, uh, we like to bring in what we call like a seller specialist. So somebody that's 100% focused on the front end of the business who constantly brings in more leads. Because if you want to do more deals, really, it's a if A, then B, if B, then C business. So you know you have to bring in, uh, especially if you're tracking, and this becomes a very predictable business, if you're, if you're tracking your numbers, you'll know, okay, well, I need to bring in X amount of leads in order to do X amount of deals. So that is very front-end intensive. So we bring in what we call a seller specialist. And then eventually you start bringing somebody who just works with the buyers, and then you're just doing the overseeing, which uh, in more of like in a oversee position and only making those uh, large, um, you know, big-scale decisions. But it's a numbers game on both sides. You've got to get a lot of leads in. And you got to get a lot of buyers and put them together, basically. Uh, it's a 100% numbers game. That's why everybody asks, or one of the comments when people come into our program is, okay, well, I'm in a hot I'm in a hot market. Is this work? Well, yes, of course it does. All you have to do is your numbers are going to be adjusted. Is it going to take you more qualified leads in order to get a deal in a hot market? Yes. Is it going to take you less qualified leads in a cold market to get a deal done? Yes, but you could definitely accomplish it in all markets. It's just you have to make sure you're tracking these numbers and make this a very predictable business. So when people sign up for your coaching, uh, you kind of tell them step-by-step step how to do it. You don't actually do it for them, but you kind of coach them on step-by-step step what they should be doing. Yeah, so with our QLS program, they'll walk you through the entire process. Now, if you end up joining what we call our associate program, which is the next step up, which is where we actually lock arms with you and do deals with you in the trenches. Now that is way more hands-on intensive. I probably speak to some of the associates more than I speak to my own wife. And uh, <laughs> I was joking aside, it's absolutely serious. And uh, what we do is we actually walk you through the process of talking with a seller, of structuring your deals, working with buyers, going through buyers meetings, talking to attorneys, you know, the whole gamut. So it's definitely way more intensive uh, where you have us with you uh, helping you get these deals done. So in about two minutes we have left, just kind of summarize what difference it will make in people's life if they take this seriously and actually implement the strategies you've talked about. Well, all I can do is go based upon, number one, how it's changed my life, and then, I've, and then you know, the hundreds of families that we've been able to affect, uh, hundreds of individuals and families, as that's our mission, to empower individuals and families here, or our purpose. Um, and what it's really done for me, personally, is, you know, I didn't come from any real estate background. I was as green as green could be. And I was a bartender and personal trainer, as I mentioned at the beginning. And what it's really done is it's helped me not only build more wealth, and uh, but it's also allowed me to grow personally, uh, because obviously if you're an entrepreneur and you're growing a business, you have to study, you have to, um, you know, start looking for additional techniques and you really have to master your own mindset, uh, because you're your number one boss and, and who's going to, the only person who's actually going to change your life and move yourself forward. So, um, all I could say is real estate in general is there to help you build wealth, but it's also there to help you grow as an individual. Terrific. Well, thanks so much. My guest this hour has been Zach Beach. He's an expert in buying and selling on terms and real estate. You can find out more at his website, which is smartrealestatecoach.com. And to get his new book, The New Rules of Real Estate Investing, do forward slash new rules. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Money Answer Show, Zach. Thank you for having me on, Jordan. Thanks again. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. 
Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.